What's going on, everybody? This is the AEW interview where the we're great podcast. I fucked this all up. Anyways, that's Brad. <laughs> Hello. How's it going? Not too bad. So, we had the Tuesday Night Wars this week. Yes, we all survived. We're better we all, men to, We all survived because and of everyone, everybody's salty. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's a sassy little bitch. Mm-hmm. Except for me. It's I okay. couldn't give a shit. I watched... Yeah, me either. I watched a good wrestling show. Then, like, okay, great. Everyone could just be salty little fuckers from now on if I'm going to get a great wrestling show. One of the yeah. best shows we've had in a long time. I don't care about the tweets. As long as they're not, like, fucking hate crimes or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, long, as long as no one's, like tweeting too nefariously um as long as it's just calling someone a bald asshole which is hilarious fucking tony Khan calling triple h and hbk bald asshole Shawn michael yeah is the funniest <laughs> he's going crazy i saw all week good lord that's funny why i don't know but it's uh yeah, it's yeah i don't i don't know what set him off he just started going crazy like a couple hours before the show well, I guess the thing is that, uh, I guess, I don't know. Triple H likes to talk like, oh, we don't treat AEW as a competition. Oh, we don't do this. Oh, we don't do that. But he does do the things. So I guess Tony Khan is kind of sick of the uh, saying one thing and doing another. So yeah. he just does the other. He doesn't mm-hmm. do the one thing. Tony Khan just doesn't be polite anymore. Yeah. He's just, he's like, you're, you're a bald bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He's, he doesn't mince words anymore. Cause I don't know. I get, well, he got, he got really mad when, uh, WWE tried to, uh, tried to poach his signed talent. <laughs> and from that, from that point, Tony Khan was like, fuck you guys. Because uh, until that point, he had said like, oh, yeah, I wanted to work with uh, WWE. I, I think it would be cool. But from this point on, no, they've they've made it clear that uh, they're not going to operate in good faith. And since then, he's been he's been a sassy little minx <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and it's hilarious. I love it. He knows how to wind people up, man. It is the funniest thing. People need to touch grass. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, I don't know. I saw him tweeting today, and it he's was funny. He's tweeting wild. Yeah, but it's and funny. I just moved on. And I saw people getting so worked up for it. It's like, hey, it's going to be okay. He knows <laughs> how to wind people up. He's not up. hurting anyone. Yeah. No, he knows how to wind people up. I, I don't know why. Like, shit. If it wasn't for like uh, doing this podcast or that group that we run, I would not think about WWE ever. So it's like the mm-hmm. fact that people are just like, like looking for every Tony Khan tweet is interesting to me. I don't follow Triple H on, on Twitter. Like, <laughs> why, yeah, why that's, that's the thing I don't get too. It's like people like, I hate Tony Khan, but then they follow him and comment everything he says. Like, if you, Why are you giving him so much real estate in your head? You know, it's, it's amusing. I just, yeah. you, you, I watch the show and you care more about he tweets than me. And I, I yeah. do a podcast about it. Yeah. He, he just, he's just a man who runs a promotion. Yeah. And so is Triple H. Mm-hmm. I do not care what Triple H does in his day to day. Anyways. Um, but yeah, great show. Um, this is a, Excellent dynamite. I to, loved it. To be honest, if it wasn't for the face, Facebook group we're in, I wouldn't have even known that it was on Tuesday this week. I would have just missed it. <laughs> and the thing yeah. is, I wouldn't have missed it because I'm pretty sure TSN aired it on Wednesday as well on its usual time slot. Or at least it was still listed there. So, yeah. It's, oh, uh, okay. It's funny. Like They mm-hmm. may be getting... like. More people hmm. watching it this week, total, than they would 
on a regular week from Canada as a result? Probably not. I don't yeah. think anyone would watch it twice, but I'm sure some people are, are that misaligned in the head that they'll watch the same wrestling episode twice. <laughs> people are really obsessed. Um, I saw someone crying over Edge joining AW. Um, anyways, yeah, great episode, man. Fucking solid. It was. It was a great old time. The, all the matches were really great. It had really good segments, especially Tony Storm. She is killing it. She's, she's her an absolute character. star. I, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I tuned out her bits, you know, her three bits that she did. I, I didn't mm-hmm. think I, I couldn't I couldn't see it's so small on my fucking screen and at one point she's just walking back and forth on the screen I don't know what she's doing looking for her shoes or something I don't know so I, I just it's all silent films and somebody said that she was reacting to the commercials like as they were happening so I, I don't know I, I, I didn't pay attention that hard but I just thought it was funny that they oh, did silent I, films I, I during like the picture that. picture it's a <laughs> it's a very funny cute idea but here's the th- you know how like some people are like Oh, I miss commercial breaks. I don't like picture-in-picture. Picture. You know what I do during picture-in-picture? Picture? I don't pay attention to the TV. I treat it like a commercial. Yeah, I, I still treat it like a commercial. Yeah, yeah so I go I, fucking get a drink. I go to the bathroom. I search my phone. I'm not looking at the TV. I know they're just doing some fucking rest holds or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're doing some stuff that doesn't really matter. It's, it's fine. Whatever. Take a break. Anyway, yeah. that, that's mostly what I did during the Tony Storm thing. I like that she was doing it, but I, I watched the first one because it was really funny. But the other ones, I, I think I was getting like a snack or something. Yes, yes, yes. So to start this episode, what did we have? We, we had, had the buy-in. We had right. the buy-in first. That's what it was. I was looking at this. I was like, these don't look like any of the first matches. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. So the, the buy-in had Eddie Kingston versus. Minoru Suzuki for the ROH title and the New Japan Open Weight Championship. And yeah, so they just, just they just slap two dudes other. chopping each other. Yeah, <laughs> two dudes just slapping, just just cutting beef. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not there's not that much more to it. It was just it was great. It was uh, yeah. This is Eddie having his gauntlet of dream matches right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, facing the all the Japanese greats, um, yeah, it's, it's, this is this is so cool for Eddie Kingston at this point. Yeah, he, you can tell he's so happy, and he, he he wins, and then he still gives the guy he beats like their time in the ring afterwards. I loved after the match after Eddie won uh, to pay respects to each other. They chopped each other one more time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that was the best part. That was the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fucking. They just gave each other two paintbrushes. Yeah. It's glorious. Um, yeah, it's good shit. But that was pretty much it for the buying. It was, it was the rest of it was just sitting up. I guess they did announce that Mox still isn't cleared. Right, so yeah, he, they said Mox isn't cleared, which is interesting. I wonder if they meant to do that, or they probably didn't. They probably... Yeah, they, they probably thought he would be cleared, and then he wasn't. So. Yeah, he, he just didn't pass concussion protocol. Which happens, guys just have setbacks. Hopefully, he'll be okay. Mm-hmm. He sounded okay last week, so I imagine he yeah. is going to be okay. Um, yeah, because you wouldn't talk like that or sound like that on uh, on TV or non commentary if that was uh, if you were concu- if you were badly concussed. But it is better to just give him another week. Um, so mm-hmm. we ended up getting uh, Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix, and did that start the show? I don't think it did. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, well, starting the show was Christian in the production area. Oh right. And I, I liked how he said he, he since he's the TNT champion and uh, t- uh, Time Warner loves him, they allowed him to uh, do thirty minutes commercial free, which ended up being like forty five minutes commercial free. It's cool. Yeah, essentially and then, just the first match. And a bit, yeah. And then, he, he, and then we get the first match, which was Brian Danielson versus Swerve Strickland. Which this match was incredible. Holy shit, this match was incredible. This is this is a legit match of the year contender, as good as any match we've seen this year. Um, mm-hmm. This was phenomenal. 
And fuck, I mean, like, I wanted Swerve to go over, um, but they're clearly. I did too. They, they're they're building something here, though. Like this, what? Like yeah. I saw this week some people were complaining about the matches that Tony Khan announced for next week, saying that they're cold matches. No. I mean, sorry. I mean, technically, by what we say, like, by how we've viewed wrestling for the past 25 years, sure, it's a match with no story. But this match with no story had a ton of story by the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, It built, it continued the Swerve versus Hangman storyline um because we saw a hangman come down at the end of this to prevent swerve from doing to him what he did the week before with prince nana yeah um adam page took the crown um danielson lost there's there's actually a ton of story here aw one of their signature moves that no one else does is the the Every sto- every almost every match has story, but they build it into the match. It doesn't always start with story. Like it starts as mm-hmm. uh, a booker for a company booking a match, and then the story evolves out of it, or in it, or interferes in the match, or influences it. But yeah, these fucking swerve is. People need to study this man. <laughs> like the way that he moves yeah. in the ring is like water. It's it's like watching someone was, do Tai Chi. Yeah. There's one point where what's his stomp move called? The, the swerve stomp? I, I know it's got a different name. Like his like where he kicks him. Is it the oh, mic check or something? The uh where he kicks him in the side of the head? Yeah. I don't know. Uh there's one where he stop or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, he Heck he yeah. hit Danielson with it like out of nowhere. It was nuts. Did he do it on the outside of the ring? Just uh, he oh, may no, have. He, I, he, I was just talking about in the ring. He did it from off camera. That's what it was. Yeah. He he came, yeah. the 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 people watching at home didn't see Swerve coming, and he just flew mm-hmm. in off camera to deliver the head kick, which made yeah. like it was one of the coolest shots I've seen. Um, in wrestling yeah. in a long time across any company. Yeah, this this match is just, it really showed how incredible Swerve is because mm-hmm. he, you could make an argument that he looked better in this match than Danielson. Like that's how, uh, that's yeah, how great he is. Danielson uh, took a ton of the offense and he was favoring, sort of worked his ribs over pretty much the whole match. So anytime Danielson did get offense, he was favoring those. And stuff. Yeah. No, it's just, it's a phenomenal match. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was, again, I was sad to see Swerve lose, but yeah. it's continuing the, the feud with Hangman and it's perfect. And then, which match came next? Was it Hangman's match? No. Uh, next was, according to this, we have, well, first we had a Samoa Joe. Backstage segment continuing yeah, his being mob boss, mob bo- oh, persona. Yeah, the, which good. I don't know if you today. This Saturday he's uh, on collision. He's facing Willie Mack, which that's big beefy boys going at it. So that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Then, uh, uh, let's go to and uh, then next we got Jericho and Hobbs was the Jericho next match. and Hobbs was phenomenal. <laughs> I loved this. Powerhouse Hobbs just squashed Jericho. Yeah. And, sorry, if you hear something whining in the background, it's my dog. My, uh, I haven't heard anything my yet. My partner's out of the house right now, and he's very upset. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he's, waiting the packs the, out there. he's waiting at the top of the stairs towards the, towards the door, just, just moaning. Just, oh, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> Like he's an eighty-five-year-old woman, <laughs> whose whose husband just died in the war or something. I don't know why a, an eighty-five-year-old's woman's husband just died in the war. Don't ask me. They're going to fight. It's over a these May. Days. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a May-December relationship. Her husband's a young man. <laughs> 
Anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, powerhouse. But this match was awesome because it was an extended You had texted me at the, Yeah, you had texted me at the beginning of the match. You're like, I hope Hobbs squashes him. I was like, me too, but I don't see that happening. But then he did. Like, I think Jericho got probably two or three moves offense the whole time. Yeah, because I think at the time I texted you, he had already hit him with like three spine busters. And I was like, yeah. this is feeling. It was feeling to me like when Brody beat um, Cody. Yeah. It was feeling like that to me. Um, I, I don't know. I just had the vibes. And I was like, I hope that's what's happening here. And they still gave the match like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it, like Hobbs did, took his time, which made it even yeah. better. Like he was not rushing through this man. He was yeah. slowly hitting him with all the moves. And then he moved from the spine busters to the power slams or whatever that is. It's not, not quite a power slam, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's doing like front power slam. I don't even yeah. know what you call it. I, I, I just yeah, call it power not, slam. It's not the fucking the, the Dustin Rhodes power slam, but mm-hmm. no, it's just it's beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was basically a TKO. And he yeah. pinned him by stepping on the man's head. Yeah. He pinned his head. It was amazing. He stepped on his head, and they did the one, two, three, and he basically did the fucking flex of Jericho on him that Jericho always does when he pins a guy. And, oh, my God, it was so good. And later <laughs> on, they had... Uh, Jericho in the back being treated by the medical staff and then beyond that they said that he got taken to the um, to the hospital hospital mm-hmm. which was awesome they had said that uh, Kenny and the Bucks weren't there they said that Kenny uh-huh. was nursing his injuries from the week before and the Bucks were with him so Jericho was going it alone um, mm-hmm Fucking Hobbs didn't use anyone else. Or did they yeah, do anything after Hobbs. the match? They didn't. I think they just... Nope, they just walked off. Yeah, they just left <laughs> in, in, in their pile. victory. They, mm-hmm. oh, and Hobbs was wearing the... He wasn't wearing the singlet. He had the, the boobies out. Yeah. Showing all the meat. How about them titties out? <laughs> yeah. It's Titty Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Not title Tuesday. Instead of title titty Tuesday, Tuesday, Titty Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so after that, I want to say if we're just let's just go along the bottom of this fucking image I'm looking at. So I'm gonna go Jay White versus Hangman Page. That's where I'm gonna go next. Because okay. Uh, okay. That, that's what's on this graphic. So this match, another one. This match was fucking killer. Yeah, it was. To the point. Jay White won, right? Jay White won, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. Um, like, uh, yeah, this this is just, they're so good. And Jay White was kind of doing the Jay White thing in this match. He ducked out of the ring at the beginning quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, until, I, until he got hit with a plancha, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hangman hit him with a plancha. I love um, the rest of Bull Club Gold. They sat... At ringside, they weren't standing there. They sat like they're watching their dad at work or something. <laughs> no, it was, it was enjoyable. They came down in big wheels. Big wheels. Yeah. This match is really good. I really think Jay White really excels at long form matches. Agreed. Like so, the longer his matches goes, the better his matches are. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, yeah, he is absolutely. That's uh, that's his mo. That's his. Uh, th- that's what he did in, in New Japan. He's good. He's good at drawing things out, then ramping up the ending. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah, he's probably the best. He and Kenny Omega are probably the best. Uh, I mean, Okada as well. I guess those three guys are the best at that New Japan build to the finale of yeah. the match. Um, Hangman's great in it, too. Um, mm-hmm. We saw him going, trying to hit the dead eye on the apron. We saw him... Somebody had a uh, 
Was that in this match where there was the uh, the fucking stairs on the outside? That's the uh, Adam Copeland match. That was the other. Never mind. Never mind. Forget I said that. Um, but yeah, no. We yeah, have- this match was all Jay White worked under Hangman's leg so he couldn't do the buckshot, which I loved. He did so many dragon screws on Hangman. Oh, my God. He did the dragon screw and then he did the fucking guitar, which is just like. Yeah, he did the Tanahashi, which is cool. Which I, I love that because it's not for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a if you know, you know kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that the. Uh, did the Bullet Club get involved in this? Oh, Hangman or Jay White was uh, about to they, lose and Bullet Club just lost their mind. Yeah, they just like jumped in the ring to make the ref stop. Mm-hmm. And then the end came when Nana, Prince Nana ran down and tried right. to uh, hit hit Paige. And with that distraction, Jay White got him in the. Uh, it just says here he just rolled him up. So I guess he surprised rolled him up after the Nana distraction. Yeah, which just pissed Adam Page off. Um, he he chased yeah. Nana out of the building. So right there, you know, the uh, Page versus Swerve Strickland thing is probably building towards a pay-per-view or not. It's oh, I'm sure it's going to be a full a long gear. time away. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a full gear. It deserves to be a full gear, especially after their first match. That match was incredible. Yeah, no, they'll build to a step. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I would hope that and Swerve then, would win, but who knows? Unless they, point. unless they want to do three matches, like a three-match feud, so Hangman wins the next one, and then Swerve wins the final one. They, yeah, they often, they often do things in trilogies in, in AEW, yeah. as we've talked about many times. Um, mm-hmm. that's, that, that's when I want to see. Um, yeah, me too. There's a, there's a lot of juice on this, in this one. Um, speaking of juice... Actually, yeah. no, we'll, we'll build to it. But uh, but speaking of juice, for real. Um, okay, so after this, uh, Jay White's talking, and he, he had the belt. He had the, the triple B. He has the triple B, which he, what do you call it? The bullet. The bang, bang belt. Bang, bang belt, that's what it was. <laughs> Fucking, didn't um, Renee in the, in the pre-show call them the gang, gang, bang? Yeah, gang, gang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing that was on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to be calling them from now on, the gang, gang, bang. Oh, my God. One of the best slip, Freudian slips ever. You go, it goes right along with, uh, you won't bust a nut on us. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Jake the Snake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's like a whole video... Of the compilations of like it's amazing. Brock Lesnar saying like I'm gonna come hard and stuff. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's I've really watched funny. that video so many times. It's one of the best uh, <laughs> highlight packages I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. So. So Jay Way, he's cutting this promo on MJF. MJF is. Uh, it eventually brings out MJF. MJF. Talking about how, uh, you know what, Jay White? Can you hear that? No, I cannot. Okay, I did something. Give me no. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> so, Jay White, he's pretty much just I, saying that uh, he's. Our previous podcast was playing in the background of like a oh. <laughs> That's funny. We are a mess, or I'm a mess on this podcast. Jesus. Yeah. Let's close that. All right. That's all right. I, I have thought today, since AEW was on Tuesday, I have thought all day today is Friday. And in fact, it is not. Because, like, I know AEW is the midpoint of the week for me, so it's always like two days later, it's Friday. And, no, I still got one more day. Okay, so but, you were saying. So Jay White, I forget exactly what he was talking about. He was basically saying he's undefeated as champ and no one's on his level and MJF is... Oh, hold on. So he, but then MJF well, comes the out. The best you had was that up Tofu, or maybe that was the week before. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, this brings out MJF. MJF's pissed off. He's saying, like, you know what? 
you want a match against me at full gear, great. You have that. We're, we're going to do that. Um, um, he's saying, you know what? You have to give me back that belt. And Jay White says, no, I'm not going to do that. He's saying, you know what? This is this is AEW. You want the belt, you have to earn it. And MJF's like, what the fuck? I hate yeah. this. He's like, you can't. Yeah. What, what? He's basically doing the MJF to MJF, which is hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Saying, hey, mm-hmm. No, you got to go through the ranking system. You got to get some wins. I'm going to send out a gauntlet for you to face. Blah blah blah. And it's it's very funny. And MJF's losing his mind. But yeah. Um, he says, "You know what?" And Jay White basically challenges him to a uh, a four eight man tag. And he says, "All you got to do is find three people that like you enough to tag with you," which comes to fruition. What I said last week, and let's just say that we'll part now. Get to that segment. No, no, let's yeah. just do it now. You're already talking about it, so, so that is yeah. So after this segment, we'll get to the rest of the segment in a second. But uh, MJF's backstage. He's upset about something that is said during the segment. We'll get to it. And then uh, the acclaimed and daddy ass come up to him and he's like, hey, MJF, we got your back. And then the rest of the claims kind of mad. Like, why do you want us to team up with Max? And he says, because he's my friend and stuff. So he's a, that's like, pretty much it. We've but. been wrestling. We came up together. We've been wrestling together yeah. for 10 years. They were in Creator Pro together. Um it's cool. I like this. It's re- Again, wrestling history is AW history, which is always cool i like that um yeah so back to this segment we have um mjf's pissed so he gives uh he says yes fine we'll do that match yes fine i'll i'll get some partners and then juice the aforementioned man from earlier he grabs the mic and he says mjf next week he drops a little information. He says next week is the is the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royale. I'm entering that. I'm going to take your diamond ring from you that you love so much. And he says, you know what else I have for you? And he holds out a roll of quarters with Friedman on it. And this is a reference to when Max got pelted with... Well, it's first a reference to to Juice's finisher, which is the loaded punch from God, left mm-hmm. hand of God, where he hits the guy with the loaded punch and the, the quarters go everywhere. But it's also a reference to MJF having quarters thrown at him as a kid um, for being Jewish, being bullied. Um, yes. And MJF, has used, he's brought this up maybe two or three times in the past now. It was part of yeah. the, the punk feud. <laughs> He used it, and now it's part of this feud. And the internet has some thoughts. Yeah, your thoughts which first? I, 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 I mean, they're trying to do. MJF has come out and, and, and with tweets and stuff, and saying he's trying to tell the story of him overcoming bullies for his Ju- Judaism and stuff, which I get. And I just think with all that's going on in the world right now, it's, it's probably not. It was just terrible timing for all this to happen. Uh, but I'm not going to fault anyone for being upset by it, but uh, I'm not Jewish or anything, so I, I can't really commentate on not being upset. But Because at first, I didn't realize it at first. I just thought, because uh, Juice always hits people at the quarters. Yes. So it's like, I thought they were just playing off that. And then I was like, oh, yeah, MJF had that where people threw quarters at him. That's why he got so mad after the promo. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's because he was Jewish. And then there's all that stuff going on in Israel. It, it, it just turned into a sticky situation. But I don't think that was their intentions from no, the start. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think this – I think this was planned anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I listened to Simon Miller talk about this. And Simon mm-hmm. Miller says, like, he is Jewish. Um which is a point, which is, which is an important, important, an important point. And mm-hmm. he said, which is what I kind of think as well, is that this is Max's story to tell. And yeah, he can tell it as he wants to, and he has told it before. And I'm personally of 
my personal take is I'll judge it after the story's done. Let's see what they do yeah. with it first before I say it's bad. Like yeah. they might treat it with incredible respect and it might, uh, it might be good. Like, like this isn't that different from the, how people were talking about when hangman was originally doing the alcoholism story and people mm-hmm. were like, this is insensitive to people with alcoholism. Um, this, this is a dangerous story to tell. And they went with it. They treated it with a lot of respect and it was, it's arguably the best story they've ever done in AEW. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best received ones and they treated it with a lot of respect. And so I kind of, I kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt in that sense, especially since I don't think this is anyone saying, Hey Max, you should do this. I think this is Max saying, I want to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's what his tweets were pretty much implying too, is that and this is like his story he's coming up with. So, and I kind I do understand the point that where he's like, where I go back to is like, I've read books with, some horrible fucking themes and some mm-hmm. horrible actions that have taken place. I've watched movies with horrible themes and horrible actions that have taken place. I listen to music with horrible themes where horrible actions have taken place. Wrestling is an art form. Mm-hmm. If you want it, if you want to say wrestling, it can be as meaningful and as impactful as any other art form. You have to let them be able to tell these stories. Yeah, it can't just be for TV. It can't just be for movies, comics, music, whatever. But not wrestling. These are essentially our actors, where the mm-hmm. where the the conflict is worked out in the ring. Where it gets difficult for me is Juice is a comedic act. Yeah, it's Juice's aspect of it, and there you can then say the point that. Um, Lots of bullies are bullying with with humor in mind. Like that, lots of bullies, they're doing it to get a laugh. (laughs) It's not funny to the person that they're bullying, but for their group of friends, it's funny. So then the the thing is like, does this damage juice going forward? Like going forward, (laughs) will he just be looked at as the anti-Semite? I mean, possible. Yeah, yeah, that's the I look at Bradshaw as a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, yeah. I also look at it as like these guys are actors; they're playing a role. Like I don't mm-hmm. actually think Juice is a racist. Yeah. Like afterwards, I'm not going to be sitting there being like Juice. I'm waiting for your apology before I before I'll accept you as a face. That's not going to happen. I'm not waiting for his notes app apology. Yeah, like I know he's playing a role. Like for sure. Like the fuck, I haven't watched Schindler's List, but who played the bad guy in that? I'm not sitting here waiting for the apology from that man. Yeah. So that, that's sort of where my mind is. It's like, okay, let's see if they can do this. They landed this. They landed the Hangman story. Let's see if they can land this. If they don't mm-hmm. land it, I'll criticize them. Yeah. Yeah. As long as like Juice doesn't win in the end, you know, you you want MJF to conquer because. MJF's, yeah. <laughs> not, MJF's not going to, uh, like, Juice might win the Battle Royale, mm-hmm. but he's not going to win the, the Diamond Ring. The Ring. Yeah, yeah. Or, I sorry, do like how they've... I mean, he diamond. could win the Diamond Ring, but he's not going to win the overall feud, because the feud yeah. is with Jay White. I, I doubt he'll win the Diamond Ring, because I, I like how the Diamond Ring... Cause he used to be... The first couple of years, face him, JF for it, and he just always has it. I love that. Yeah, no, it's funny. They put up the pennants. Yeah, like, <laughs> like in the sports, it just said MJF twenty twenty, MJF twenty twenty one, MJF twenty twenty two, MJF twenty twenty three. I was like, okay, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. Um, and then you realize just that like, he's really this is just a MJF gimmick. The whole battle royal is an MJF gimmick. It is. 
because like he uses the ring all the time in his finish and stuff. <laughs> so, like, what's he gonna do if he doesn't have that ring? Um, yeah, it's uh, the Israel stuff. That's uh, the Gaza Strip. That that's a whole other debate that we're not <laughs> gonna have here. Um, oh, for sure. I don't know enough about well, anything to the debate only, that on. The <laughs> only thing I'll say is what's happening over there, it's not about anti-Semitism. It's a whole, it's a whole geopolitical Yeah, thing. it's been going on for hundreds like, of years. That, the reason why MJF got hit with quarters is not about the same stuff. I'll just, I'll just say that. It's, a, yeah. it's different. <laughs> yeah. Like it's a it's a whole can of worms that we're not going to talk about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. There's plenty of political podcasts you can find it. Yes. Have people talking They're about better that. about talking about it than us. Yes, yeah. I just want to watch dudes in underwear fight each other. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, so what's uh, next on your graphic there? On my gra- on me graphic, let me just pull it up again. On me graphic, I know that it was John Moxley it was not John Moxley. It was Orange Cassidy versus Ray Phoenix. So we have, okay. and this happened, I, I do know that this happened earlier in the night, but I'm just going by the fucking rank of the image I have. Yeah, um, yeah. In the order of the show, I think it happened right after Jericho yes. and Hobbs. Yes, yes. Um, before the Hangman stuff, but whatever. I, I flipped yeah. ahead. Um, yeah, so yeah, this, was, this was a killer fucking match, man. Ray it Phoenix. was. I knew it was going to be good. Both these dudes are Orange. super good. Like, selling again. Like, between Ray Phoenix, Nick Jackson, Orange Cassidy, three guys who were maligned by the anti flippy crew, these guys are selling injuries better than anybody right now. These guys are banged up. They're fucking yeah. brutalized. They're having the most psychological um, or psychology-based matches in wrestling right now. Um, Ray Phoenix is battling through crazy injuries that I swear I legit think he has them. I don't even I don't even know if he's working at this point. <laughs> like the way that they've been treating it. Well, the, the website I'm on right now. I was gonna I was gonna bring this up. The website I'm on right now says Ray Phoenix reportedly dealing with visa issues expected to be out of action in AEW. So that could be why he's acting like he's so hurt. But mm. That could have been it because they could have known that he was dealing with visa issues and that something was going to come up and they were kind of panicking because yeah. they didn't plan on him beating Mox. And with him winning it, no, like, not at all. shit, he's going to have to drop this title. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what do we do now? And I really thought it'd be to Mox. But we got. He was going to lose to Mox. To, he was going to lose to Mox on this episode. Instead, he lost. To oh, Orange for sure, one hundred percent. Which is cool. But Orange Cassidy is dropping mm-hmm. this like a hot potato soon. Um, I I love the ending of Orange Cassidy. He looks shocked, but he also kind of looked like he looked disappointed. Um, he looked disappointed. He looked shocked, but then he also kind of like had a tinge of like it was kind of like the. One ring coming back to him, like you know, like like like, he doesn't want this responsibility anymore. But he fucking destroyed his body. Mm -hmm. He had that belt for like a year. He he won it. um, He won more matches and wrestled more matches than anybody in on network wrestling. Yeah, he he won it a year ago today of this recording, October twelfth. Yeah, when he won it. Kayfabe wise, his body was toast. He, yeah, like he kept telling Renee, Renee, I'm so tired. So getting that belt back, he's like, oh fuck. Yeah, so, I, I I love the idea that the curse. I, I wish there was a way they could tell that story <laughs> of it being cursed, where it makes sense. <laughs> like everyone who wrestles with it just continues to wrestle, and they're just hurt. Like I don't want to be champ anymore, <laughs> and they yeah. just somehow keep winning. I like that he even got the title shot because Hook said he should get his rematch, and Orange Cassidy was like, oh, "Fine." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want it. He's like, "I'm kind of <laughs> happy wrestling tag matches right now." <sighs> yeah, it's easier on my body. 
Yeah, I, I like that he brought the the backpack out to the ring, and they said, that backpack is empty. <laughs> On commentary, they're like, yeah. there's no belt in there. Um, but I like that he brought it. Did you see the... Yeah, just in case he won. Did you see the um, graphic AEW posted after he won? They no. do like the end new thing. It was just a stick figure. It wasn't even Orange Cassidy. Like they drew a stick figure. Nice. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this match mm-hmm. This match was great. This match was fantastic. Um, I loved every second of it. After the match, we had, um, we mm-hmm. had Penta come into the ring kind of eye up Orange Cassidy a bit at the end. So looks like Penta is going to be getting a match out of it. He's getting That'll a match next week against Jay White, first, yeah. which is interesting. I thought, yeah, he, I thought he would be awesome. facing Orange, Ca- Orange Cassidy right away, but it doesn't appear to be the case. They're um, probably, I mean, they're building Jay White up for the pay-per-view, so they probably want to give him some big wins. Yeah, and you know that match is going to have something to do with MJF. Um. Oh, yeah, for sure. I could even see MJF dressing like Pinto to come out and wrestle. <laughs> Do something know. old school like that. It, we're going to see the the, de- the the devil and the gimps come back at some point. Yeah, devil hasn't come back yet. Yeah, the, the yeah. devil and the gimps are coming back. That hasn't come back yet. They may come back and cost Jay White the match, get uh, get Penta a shot at the international title. We don't know. Like, this... There's uh, there's all kind of mm-hmm. shits intertwining again, which is what AEW at its best. Yeah, fucking the end of this. Uh, speaking of the devil and his gimps. Uh, Sorry. Oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, speaking of the devil and his gimps, who everyone thinks they are, we had another Rodri, Roderick and Adam Cole segment where Roderick makes Adam Cole uh, mow his yard. <laughs> It's so good, lawnmower man. Which was hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a. Uh, and then it's funny. I like that Adam Cole's out there. He's just like, there's no cell reception here, which is why MJF can never get hold of him. But also, yeah, like, you mean to tell me that Adam Cole has been there for two weeks? Yeah, that's like, that's what the, he like. He said that in the the video package. He's like, look, I, I at least need to go home and change the shirt. Starting to stink. Like <laughs> he's just keeping him hostage. He's like, there. he's like, I'm supposed to have surgery. Is like you're supposed to have surgery two weeks ago. They like, yeah. missed your surgery. <laughs> it's done. It's toast. Um, I yeah, love that. That's hilarious. Like, he's just been there the whole time. It's yeah. so. Oh, and weird. then it's when like, he said, I need a new shirt, he gave him the. Yeah, it's misery for sure, because he's got the broken leg too. But whatever he said, uh, I need a new shirt. Uh, Roderick gave him the neck strong shirt, <laughs> which looked great on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I even noticed people in the crowd this week on Dynamite wearing neck braces. Because at first I was like, Dang. and I was like, oh wait, they're doing the Roderick Strong thing. <laughs> I love that. This is he's gotten over with this. It's so oh, yeah. funny because. When he was first doing this thing with MJF and Adam Cole, he wasn't over. The crowd was just like when he came. No, in, like, everyone Adam, thought they were ruining his character. Adam, like, oh yeah. god, like people were kind of annoyed with mm-hmm. it. They're just like, get this boring guy off the screen. Now it's super over. Same with Prince Nana, super over. Like he's another Prince guy. Nana might be the most over guy in the company. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's somebody that was getting crickets before. People were like, who the fuck mm-hmm. is this guy? Saw he saw Prince Don has a cameo now, so you can have him keep messages if you want. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he's going to make a ton of money off that. Okay. But uh, yeah. I, I don't know if this is on your graphic, but we also had another match. Wardlow, right? Sorry, like every yeah, once in a Wardlow while, versus like Matt a, the audio is a little scrambly. So I hope that's not oh, on yeah, recording. No, I don't think it's you. I just think it's internet. So hopefully yeah. that's not in the in the recording, but there's nothing we can do about that. Um, yeah, yeah. Wardlow came in, he came conquered and left again. Um, can't remember yeah. which poor sound I don't know. destroyed this time. He's Matt Seidel. Matt Seidel. Poor Matt Seidel. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. But I don't. I last week. Uh, I don't know if he had it on this week, but last week on his wrist tape, he wrote MJF on his wrist tape. Mm. So, mm, mm, mm. 
I mean, he did say that. So I don't know if that's. He did say that the title shot that he wanted way back in the day was going to be against MJF. Mm-hmm. So it's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he could blame MJF for like, you know, his career being kind of stale right now and stuff. It was good. Stuff. Absolutely. Okay. And one other backstage segment I just want to bring up real quick mm-hmm. is when Jericho was hurt, Garcia came up and tried to talk to him, but Matt Menard basically told him, don't do it. I like, said, I like all the drama. <laughs> we, we, we've, we've done this enough. Yeah. Danny Garcia, <laughs> don't do it. Yeah, so let, yeah. Let's, get to the, uh, let's get to the women's match. Um, yes. This one was surprising. It was. So we have I like Sor- the match a lot. I thought it was really good. Yeah, we have Soraya versus Hikaru Shida. Um, yeah, good, solid women's match. Everyone's behind Hikaru Shida. They all hate Soraya. Um, I, I think it's mainly just because of her boyfriend is is why they yeah. hate her. Not watch we can He's do not the, that. the coolest dude. I mean, yeah. it doesn't and, help that AEW uses his music. Oh my god, it's bad too. <laughs> Every time I hear theme songs, like God, this band sucks. No, it, it's terrible. But it's like the <laughs> fucking don't use the bigots' music. Yeah, on your fucking show. Man's a fucking bigot. Just flat out. Just go watch any of his Twitch arc. You'll see. <laughs> or go look at his from, Twitter. Where is he banned from? Instagram? Is that where he got banned from? I think so. He couldn't have I gotten so. banned from Twitter for it because Elon. Yeah, or he could have been one of the people that got banned and came back. But No, no, it, this is recent. I think it was, uh, was it TikTok? Oh, it was TikTok. He got banned from TikTok. It, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, he does not. I knew like it was something trans with a people. stupid name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. He doesn't like twi- trans people, which is weird because Sarah's always posting pictures of her and Nyla doing stuff on social media. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know how he feels about their friendship, but <laughs> I don't care. Nope. Okay, so yeah, Hikaru Shida face Soraya. Surprise win. Hikaru Shida wins. Oh, but Very in this surprising. match, there was there some good shit. So fucking Ruby Soho comes down. She's got the, or no, she came out of the crowd. She had, she had the, yeah, like, uh, she was dressed like that cameraman that like uh, wears the mask. Like we're not going like to, we're not going to notice that it's not a giant buff man anymore. It's this, yeah. it's this little lady. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> She comes up. She tries to do the spray paint on. Or no, she she did get the spray paint on Hikaru Shida. Somebody did. Somebody no, Soraya spray painted her later in the match. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, Ruby tried to. That's that's when um, uh, Tony Storm runs down and starts the hitting her with the timeless shoe. Tony Tony Storm runs down, and starts beating her with the with the conchlata or whatever <laughs> with, with her shoe. She's fucking cracking yeah. her with the shoes, chasing her out of there. It's amazing. Through the crowd, I believe. Um, yep. Most over woman in the co- in the company, which is good. Um, then uh, Hikaru Shida gets, oh, yeah. she gets blinded by the spray, but she's still able to kick out of Soraya's moves, mm-hmm. which look brutal. Um Yeah. And Once then, that happened, I was like, oh, maybe Sheeta's going to win. She she just kicked out of that the spray and stuff. At one point, she did German suplexes Sarai on the apron, which was nuts because of Sarai's neck issues. It was <laughs> the safest German on the apron I've ever seen. Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was, yeah. it was perfect because Sarai mm-hmm. or Sheeta took all the impact. As I say, Sarai pretty much landed all on top of Sheeta. Yeah, I know. It was, it was like a... They are absolute professionals. That was beautiful how they did that. Mm-hmm. It just shows that if somebody can't take a move because of uh, pre because of their health, you can get somebody to deliver a move in a certain way that protects them. Because that was that was beautiful in terms of protecting your mm-hmm. opponent. Um, yeah, she she landed right on top of Sheeta, but you wouldn't be able to tell that at that speed. I could tell, but yeah. like most most people wouldn't. Yeah. 
But yeah, so then at the end, Hikaru Shida won. Can't remember how she beat her, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I was so surprised because it's like, shit, fucking Soraya just won this, I feel like, a month ago. And, um, but then you look at um, Tony Storm being so over right now, and I'm like, oh my god, is Hikaru Shida going to be a transitional champion again? To get to Tony Storm, which wouldn't really yeah. <laughs> make sense to me. Like I feel like Tony Storm. No, I think she would probably have it for a while. I feel like yeah. Tony Storm would. I think. Yeah. I think she is going to have it for a while. There's still all the Mercedes Monet um, rumors that she's coming in. I mean, I can see them doing. She's like going to come in. They had her on the telecast. Yeah, for sure. I think I think I saw on Twitter Sean Sean Ross Sapp was saying that she's walking around without the boot now, so she's, she is, is getting. She close. was doing yeah. a live podcast or something that had video where she did not have the boot on, and I think they're talking about full gear, and they're like, "Hey, where are you going to be on this day?" And she's like, "What? What's on that day? Is something happening on that day?" <laughs> she's like, she's like, is AEW running that day, guys? I don't know. Can you tell me? Like, she's kind of playing it up a bit. So mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a good. She's being very coy about it, but she yeah. was not wearing the boot. She was in sneakers because I could see, I could see them doing like a tag match: Ruby and, and Soraya versus Tony Storm and Mercedes, which Mercedes would be cool. Monet, yeah, 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 for sure. And then. Yeah, and that that free sheet up to defend against. So it's not everything's tied up into one story, you know. Now we can start branching out to other stories. Hopefully, I fucking hope so. I'd hope that we. Yeah. Get, I would hope that bringing Monet in would they might be like, oh, she's a big enough star to fucking have more than one match on the show. But it might end yeah. up being like, okay, Monet's in every match on the show. <laughs> like you know what <laughs> I mean? It could just be Mercedes <laughs> Monet every week. With the new person mm-hmm. facing her. <laughs> Who knows? Sort of like when it was Britt Baker. It was just like Britt Baker show. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they'd be like, okay, let's put Britt in one segment because she's a draw and Mercedes in another segment because she's a draw and go from yeah. there. For sure. Hopefully they end up doing that. I really do. That's really the only real negative I still have towards AEW is just more women's yeah, that, matches. That's it's, it, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, other people have other complaints, but I don't have the same ones. Yeah, for sure. No, I, but yeah, so main event. This one was cool. Main event time. So this, this is Lucha this match was fun. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, I was gonna say this match was fun. Uh, first, we had Christian come out though and just peel it up to the max. Oh my god! About Adam Copeland's family and. <laughs> Talking about how to get new sheets because your dad's your real dad's coming home or something like that. Oh my god, yes, just despicable human being, and he's mm-hmm. so good at it. This is yeah. uh, I said it last week, but this is like uh, Christian's best run. Oh, for sure. And yeah, I'm hoping for similar with Adam Copeland. A good start. So he faces uh, Luchasaurus with Adam Copeland sitting on, sitting on the stage, on the, in in the chair. Um, he just gets worn the fuck out by Luchasaurus, like just decimated. Are you still there? I'm still here. Hello. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> okay. funny you look frozen, <laughs> but your jaw was just moving oh. slightly. <laughs> I was uh, reading something on this website. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's just like I was. Is it I was reading like <laughs> your jaw is this like, website I'm on has like it has like a breakdown of the matches. So I was just reading some to make sure we bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> he just, Luchasaurus just fucking walked him all over the ring, just like brutalizing him, throwing him outside the ring, chopping him, stomping him, fucking. Head kicking the man. Just like I felt bad for Adam Copeland. Like it's these like uh it's these returns that just like 
They're agonizing to watch. They're effective. <laughs> There's a reason why they do them. They've done it with uh, with Brian Danielson in the past. They did it with Soraya. They did it. They they did it with Christian. Like <laughs> they're they're hard to watch, and it just makes the inevitable like <laughs> David versus Goliath moment at the end all that more palpable. I don't even know how. Yeah. Adam Copeland got the upper hand on him, but he did. Um, I, I think did he like run into the ring post or something? He like outsmarted him for a second. Yes, he did. Out, he did outsmart back. him for a second. One thing that I find funny is one of Adam Copeland's finishers is just the fucking paradigm shift. Yeah, <laughs> which he calls the impaler, but it's just the exact same move. He might have to yeah. find another one. Yeah, I think he hooks one arm instead of two, like oh. Mox does. That's like the only difference. <laughs> what does he do with the other arm? Uh, oh, I don't know. In, it just kind of hangs there. Head? Holds the head? Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the same. I, I think that's like the only difference. <laughs> but he hit Luchasaurus with a... Uh, where was Luchasaurus? He was outside the ring. But anyways, oh yeah, he was outside the ring. And yeah, Christian ran, jumped off the the stairs that I was talking about earlier where I was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. He jumps off the stairs, hits uh, Luchasaurus with a, with a flying spear, gets him back into the ring. Um, there's a little bit of a scuffle, hits the impaler, and then fucking tunes up the band to hit mm-hmm. him with the spear, which looks good now. <laughs> yeah. His spear looked bad for like over a decade. He had one yeah. of the worst spears in wrestling for a long time. He had the running hug. It, it used to look like he just hugged you. Yeah, the running hug. And he would do it on his mm-hmm. knees too. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of bad. I liked his spear off the steps because he shifted uh, where he's going in midair. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he like caught him with the arm. It's like yeah. uh, Luchasaurus tried to like duck out of the way and he's like, uh oh. <laughs> threw out the arm for like a. It was almost a lariat. Mm-hmm. Lariat, lariat, lariat. lariat. I guess that's a CM lariat. Punk reference, but whatever. Yeah. Fuck that man. No, um, some news there that WWE said no to him. Yeah, I mean that make that to me that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because he and Triple H hate each other. That's what yeah. was so funny about all this. They're like, oh yeah, he's gonna go to fucking WWE. The fuck he is. He said Triple H was trash like fucking five months ago. <laughs> like this is not it's like less than a year ago he said that shit. Anyways. Um Yeah, so beats Luchasaurus, and then all kinds of fucked shit happens. Yeah. So I forget I don't even remember the order of people that came out. It was a hodgepodge of people. People I'm like People mm-hmm. afterwards, I was like, wait, are they even, even in a feud together? <laughs> yeah, so first Nick Wayne comes in and starts beating up Edge. That makes then sense. Then Danielson comes down, and at first I was like, what's Danielson doing? But he's facing Christian. This That makes sense. Yes. It, uh, he gets Christian in the the LaBelle lock. Or, there's still too many people. Then the rest of the BCC comes out. At one yeah. point, Danielson gets Christian in the LaBelle lock. Well, Swerve he's and his tapping. crew come out. The embassy comes out at one point. Yeah, that's when he's got uh, Christian in the uh, LaBelle lock. But also, like, why, why were they there? I guess because they st- still hate Danielson. I don't know. <laughs> Do they hate it? I, oh, yeah. Well, I they had that match earlier in the, the show. Night. Okay, yeah. Because mm-hmm. they, they wanted to win the match earlier. Okay, so they run down. Yeah. They're fighting. And then Hangman comes down, and he's throwing hands with Swerve because obviously they're in a feud. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm sitting here and I'm like, wait, is that the fucking uh, is that Tonga Loa? No, not Tonga Loa. Um, is that Toa Leone? What the fuck is he doing out there? No, <laughs> like uh, fucking Prince Nano is out there. I was like, wait, what's mm-hmm. going on? <laughs> then uh, other. Then all of BCC came out. Cesaro was going yeah. at it with. Uh, was he going at it with, with Christian? No, he wasn't. No, but they did. He's going at it with one of the. Uh, when yeah. the cameras went off the air, because that's one person that Christian that 
uh, uh, Adam Copeland wants to face. Uh-huh. But yeah, the the ending shot was um, Brian Danielson with Christian in the LaBelle lock with Adam Copeland in the background watching it. And it's just a crazy visual to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is happening on my screen on this date in history? Yeah. But yeah, it yeah. was just Funcho. the Love wildest it. group of people. It was very WCW um, yeah. chaos, which I always loved. There's always got to be someone choking someone out with a chair. Just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was it. It was a great show. Uh, one thing I did like Edge, Adam Copeland, it's going to take me forever not calling but Adam Copeland tweeted out a picture of him, Danielson, and Soraya, and I didn't even think about it, but he's like, at one point, all three of us were told we'd never wrestle again, and tonight we all wrestled on the same show. I was like, that's really cool. That's fantastic. That doctor needs a raise. <laughs> yeah. It's the same guy, I'm pretty sure, that worked on all three. Yeah, because yeah, they, they all... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... Uh... My money's still on Adam Cole with this thing, but it's a, is it with the devil thing, but is it too obvious? Uh, I mean, sometimes the most obvious thing is the best way to go, though. Like, you don't want to do, like, a swerve just for the yeah, sake of swerving. Yeah, you don't, you don't you want know? to swerve it. You don't want to swerve it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like that they're basically coming back out as the fucking, the fucking minions from the Dark Order. Yeah. But yeah, I, I want. It could them. be the Dark Order for all we know. <laughs> that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it because like they're tired of being overlooked, so they just took matters into their own hands or something. Yeah, like you, you, like uh, they're like, what? You didn't suspect us? This is how we came into the mm-hmm. business, sort of thing. Yeah, I don't want it. But yeah, me either. I, I want it to yeah. be Adam Cole. It makes sense as Adam Cole. I saw it's got to be Adam Cole. Jungle Boy. Is the guy? And no. Like, it'd be interesting, I guess. But I saw online that he hasn't even no one at EW's even talked to him in the past couple of weeks. Ooh. Yeah, so. I think they're. I'm yeah. sure they're very mad at him for going mm-hmm. into business for himself. Yeah. On the pay per view, like it's still like discipline for him for sure, suspension for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it ended up. Resulting in that when CM Punk, I mean CM Punk's re- responsible for his own action for his own actions, but it was uh, the reason why CM Punk did what he did. So yeah, I got fired. Imagine he didn't say any of that. CM Punk would still be in W probably. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I. You can't say he would. Uh, he'd definitely be here still because week to week the man mm-hmm. was a giant. You brick. never know. Hmm. But uh, it'd be a higher probability of him still being in AEW. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. And we might not have Adam Copeland. You never know if that was the reason why Tony Khan gave him as mu- I'm sure the money increased as soon as uh hmm. CM Punk got let go because he's like, we need someone to fill yeah. that role. And honestly, I'm so happy for it. Like, the idea that. Adam Copeland, Christian, uh, Danielson, and Luchasaurus are like the main eventing AW right now. Mm-hmm. They're the main event scene at the moment. Like, it's amazing because, mm-hmm. like, yes, MJF is, he's feuding with Jay White, but it's like they're letting the Christian and, uh, and Edge, I'm going to call him Edge, whatever, I don't fucking care. Um, mm-hmm. They're letting them main event right now, which is cool. Yeah. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. And I like that. And Christian also main evented the last pay-per-view. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's cool that the TNT title is main eventing. Yeah. And that's one thing. I just thing think, that, like, a few months ago, everyone's like, what are they doing with this title? Yeah, for sure. They mm-hmm. they stopped uh, hot potatoing it between the same four guys. And... Christian has elevated it. And Christian even talked about that on the show. 
He said <laughs> they put the uh, they put the, you wanted the TNT title elevated. You put it on me. You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, honestly, the show's much better with <laughs> him with that. He's been the highlight for months now at this point. Oh yeah, he's definitely the top heel in the company, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he was, there was one point when he was a face where he was almost an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now he's uh, again. This is the because really his only like his greatest heel run was almost with TNA. And no, oh one, yeah, his heel run in TNA was great. No one Christian really, Coalition. No one really saw that. Yeah. So this is arguably his greatest run at this point, and it's so yeah. good because he barely has to wrestle. Like uh, it's 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really really enjoying it. So I think that's it for today. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. See y'all See later.